3: Good morning, Ramble Force. Oh, thank you. Um, it's the football ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Come on in, sit down, grab yourself a cup of tea. Pete is here. Hello. Lukey is here. All right. And uh, James or Jim is here also. Morning. We had an email in asking us, in light of uh, Cesc Fabregas's solo goal the other day, what is your favourite solo goal in the history of mankind?
1: <laughs> Can you be more specific? <laughs> uh, do you want me to go first? Well, if you, if you, you to so it desire. Well, I'm, I'm quite excited about this one. Um, I'm going to go for Lothar Matthias' goal yeah. uh, for Germany, or yes. West Germany, sorry. Yes. World Cup 90. Yugoslavia? Yeah. Was it his first or his second? Uh, I think it was his first. He picked up the ball. Yeah. And he just on inside his own half, and he drove forward. He, he yeah. drove forward, and he just he just rifled it in the bottom corner. Well, he did one of the. He did one. He man goes on past the one man. Yeah. yeah and yeah. when the yeah. other guy closes, now he just smashes it in. Yeah. Cracking strike. Yeah, it's he, a good he was one. brilliant in that World Cup yeah. as well.
3: Oh, he was. Well, he was the best player in the world. I think ninety-one. He may have been voted FIFA okay. world Player of the Year. May well have done, but uh, forgive me if that's wrong, listeners. Um, James or Jim. Uh, there's so many to choose from. I sort of so agonised over this, but I think I'm going to
0: go for uh, that George Best goal that he scored when he was in uh, in Nazzle. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. When it was the Orlando Pirates something Buccaneers bang. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was the Orlando I but Pirates. I think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he beat eight of their
1: players all in the penalty area. Yeah, right? no, yeah.
0: it's in- absolutely incredible. I mean, he picked it up like. Not even that far into his own half, just went for a little bit of a sprint, and then it was just backwards and forwards. They were, just, it was like, they were like Bambi on ice, a lot so of were, them. Yeah, yeah. Twisting and did. turning, twisting and turning. Not
1: only could they not tackle him, I don't think they'd ever seen that sort of thing before, yeah. either.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but they all kind of, as one, went left, and then they went right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. it, was like yeah, exactly. it was like some table football. It like some kind of a line dance. The uh, commentary
0: on it, as well, was like,
3: that is the greatest soccer goal I have ever seen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are we to argue with that, James? Exactly.
2: Uh, uh, Pete. Um, I, I, uh, I kind of agree with Jim. I didn't know what the hell to go for. Originally, I was going to go for Ebra against NEC Breden. Oh, uh, for Ajax? For Ajax. Yeah, 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 yeah good. I yeah. uh, where, where he beat people and then beat them, beat them again yeah. and then... And then yeah. again. But then I thought Archie Gamble. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, good, uh, one. Good, one. Uh, good, one. Was good one. Against Holland for in uh, yeah. 78. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because they needed to win shot. by three clear goals. I think it was like two... They won 3-2. Yeah, no, yeah, and then that took it to 3-1 and then they won. they only won by 3-2, so they went out. But... Good. good, good goal. goal. Yeah. Good yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, then, and well remembered mentioned- by a lot of people. Oh, Fond sorry, I was
1: going to say i remembered, but you haven't done yours yet. Sorry, mate.
2: Um, uh, well, I'm going to stick with the World
3: Cup theme and uh, uh, Saidi O'Iran, oh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia, yeah, yeah. 94 World Cup against Belgium. That and was great. Uh, he picked it up and he thought, I fancy this. Mm. He, he just he just kept doing, he wasn't he, he's quite a tall gangly type of player and that kind of glide that often yeah. taller players have like myself Marcus.
2: and just went well <laughs> um, <laughs> and just went on and on yeah. and on and yeah. thought yeah about now yeah because <laughs> yeah. well, a lot of the other players in this situation in that situation they sort of go well somebody's about to attack yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. and they he's got. oh god he's gone there was some really really shoddy
3: defending <laughs> during that run though it yeah, fantastic say, a few players. yeah but it wasn't as, as shoddy defending and you see I remember the George Weyer one for AC Milan yeah I was the Say that one. Right, yeah. we picked it up in his own box, but then yeah. he got very lucky. He actually lost control of the ball about the yeah, halfway line. But still, it's a great goal. We well, I mean, I mean And one.
1: all those sorts of goals. I mean, if you look at the Maradona one, yep. they yeah. sort of scared. I'm not saying anything oh, Mar- He left his, used his hand, hand
3: in that one. No, not <laughs> that one. And, um, and then the the- Maradona's one's probably the best, the ultimate
1: one. The Giggs one for United in the Cup against Arsenal, they oh, was- yeah. stood off him. The yeah, way yeah, one, they yeah. stood off him. The Saudi Arabia one, they stood off him. And the defending for the Chess Fabregas one goal at the weekend was, I think, calling it defending was actually quite generous to them. That was ridiculous.
3: So, for a change, you agree with Harry?
1: Yeah. On
3: that point? (laughs) Yeah. I was going to mention. A very narrow point. I can remember a a Darren Huckabee one against Forrest at home when he was playing at uh, Coventry when he kind of did a load of men and rounded the keeper. Because Darren Huckabee used to have a good sort of November-December. He would look amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was about it. (laughs) Never in time for the World Cup, of course. He makes a wintry highlight reel, that man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was the one when he went to to MLS. The guy who interviewed him said, according to the internet, you scored the greatest goal of all time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, and another one, an honourable mention, if I may. uh, King Cladsey. For Man City. Mm. It was oh.
1: against Southampton. It's got a load of them, though, isn't yeah. it? Man City, yeah. yeah. Surely,
0: surely, we Baggio as well. Oh, we oh, could be, was...
1: we could be a oh. all done. Yeah, we, we could, we've got to move on. Wait, do you mean Baggio for Italy in World Cup 90 when he scored yeah. that one? And that, oh, okay. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Just look at the way he glides. What from a thing. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
3: we, we, We're going to have to move on. Who gets the so... points? I think I think James does. Yes! <laughs> um, it's been a while. <laughs> well, because, it, you know, you've got to give a goal to
1: Nazal in such an <laughs> area. That's <laughs> true, yeah. In such, a, yeah, such no. an area. Any, any opportunity to, um, to, to big up Nazel And George Best. <laughs> ...is accepted and encouraged. And jo- <laughs> George Best.
3: Yeah. Um... Arsenal did beat Spurs 3-0 uh, on the weekend. Um, Spurs still haven't beaten Arsenal in the league this century. Let's Not, be fair. Let's or be... this millennium,
1: it still works. But, but Against Arsenal, Spurs were the better team between the first and second goal. OK. <laughs> 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 Shamelessly stolen from someone else. I read that uh, the other day. So uh, OK.
3: Um, and the last time Spurs won away at uh, Arsenal was in 1993, I think. Hmm. James you must be pleased.
0: Yeah yeah I mean it, it was obviously really I hate those games I'm sure everyone's the same with sort of their real sort of their, their, their biggest rivals and it, it's, it's almost like it's, you're watching for your fingers. It is yeah. it's quite stressful to watch so it was good that you know it was quite it's quite tight for a while but I th- you know obviously the, the two goals really really killed it off and you can they lost their way after that. Uh, absolutely of course they did. I mean the, the game was over on 70 minutes Arsenal were really playing it out. Um and I I think they've they could have scored more. Eduardo should have scored that
1: time. I think. Oh, they, they right? could have. Yeah, Arsenal wasn't happy with that, was he? I do think it's worth pointing out that Spurs are, in terms of budget and, and size of club and all that sort of thing, and, and players really, they're, they're cut above sort of twelve or thirteen teams in the Premier League. Oh, so big time, so yeah. it doesn't. It, and they've had some okay results. So like they beat Liverpool and and they've beaten a lot of other sort of lower teams. Um, <clears throat> so that, that's that's obviously going to happen. But when it comes to playing teams like Arsenal away, yeah, I think that there's a, a, a few players in that in that Spurs side who need to have a look at themselves because when they play against the top if you like the, the sort of perceived top four but I would probably say Chelsea may not and Arsenal top three now yeah. when they play against those sort of teams the game passes some of their players by mm. and and I don't know what Rednup's doing playing like I say Benton and Holstead on the same side you know can't run, won't run, and and <laughs> as, as we call them, and and, and people like he. he stick, I don't know if he's got some sort of thing where he has to. Now he's made Robbie Keane captain. He has to play him because he farmed him out wide, yeah. and he did nothing all game.
3: Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? I mean, it, and it's a shame because it it is exciting times at Spurs for for those fans, you know. And but it and, and, always is, isn't it? It's sort yeah. of, it's <laughs> like, no, it's no, a no. But I, no, but I think this season's different. I think you've got to admit that. You know, they they do. Uh, Redknapp's been there for a little, you know. He's been there for a little while now. They've got some good players. You know, they've, had a, good, they've but, had a good start to
0: the season. But, but sorry, what what makes me say that it's always like that is they generally do get a lot of new exciting players in every year, and it, it, it hasn't worked for whatever ever reason. I mean, I've said myself this season. This season I think they can. Um, d- do better than they have done before but, they can, but no, sort of
2: no one has a, a divine right to win at the Emirates no, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. there's, there's very few teams that can I, sort of yeah, even done it I agree, even right. Keegan's Newcastle did it Not even they, had the, they, Newcastle. Had the,
1: they had the attitude of like, oh it's a derby so it's going to be automatically a really tight game so we're we'll probably mm. definitely going to get sunk out of it and, and but just because they did last season mm. in sort of quite extraordinary circumstances you, you've got players at Arsenal who, who to be honest are world class players players like Robin Van Persie who has come on such a long way oh, yeah. from being a sort of you know a finaled out on the wing, and, and and Arsene Finger in a way, it's done what he did with Henri with, with Van Persie, and turned him into a real, like, mercurial striker from a sort of out on the Y out-on-the-flank sort of isolated wide man. Well, there's obviously yeah.
3: talk of Walcott as well, maybe yeah. doing a similar thing there.
1: Who, who knows, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good game anyway, I enjoyed it.
3: Um, Fulham, Roy and the boys, yeah. as I predicted. <laughs> yeah, he did, Did yeah. a job over yeah. Liverpool.
1: Mm. Yeah. Were they sendings off? Um, the <laughs> Carragher one, I mean, on the second look... It looked like he got to the ball, but he sort of did go through the man, sort of pulled down. I thought him it was down. a good Quite tackle, clumsy,
3: wasn't it? I thought it was a good tackle myself.
1: He arguably should have gone down for the tackle before that. Well, but I didn't give him a, didn't give a penno But the first sending off. He's just he's turned into the worst player in the league.
3: He's <laughs> slightly
1: <laughs> <old>. <laughs> He's such a bad
0: defender oh, now. come though. on. He's, he just <laughs> well, looks that, increasingly clumsy, doesn't he? I wouldn't I go so. as far as to say that he's like a bad defender or anything like that. I think he no, looks heavier he's, he's in the way form.
1: Yeah, he, I, it's, either, it's either that he can't play alongside... He can't play in a centre-back partnership without Daniel Agger. It, it must be that. Because he, he's looked oh, woefully exposed in probably the last three or four games he's played in, to be honest. I mean, if you look at how he performed against against Chelsea... I mean, they, they were, I mean, he was terrible. Drogba gave him a horrible time, mm. and and against Zamora. I mean, come on, Zamora's a hard worker, like we said last week. Yeah,
3: yeah, I was he, pleased Zamora scored actually. Yeah, like, I, think I'll prob- I think I probably. he deserved was it as well. for his performance in yeah. yeah. He, a
1: late he works hard, but if, if listen, let's be honest. I'm not obviously he's not the worst player in the league. I'm being silly there, but if he's struggling really to deal with Bobby Zamora, <laughs> it, 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 uh, uh, Jamie <laughs> yeah, Carragher true. is an international yeah. experienced d- defender. Well,
3: yeah, that, yeah. twice he broke away from him, Zamora. Yeah. That was, yeah. and twice there was. <laughs> you know, one was given, one was not. Mm.
1: You know, he gets himself in those positions. You know, he, he, has, he does. Yeah, if you were, as far as I'm concerned, whether it was a sending off or not, if you were, as a defender, you get yourself in those positions where the referee's yeah. got to make a decision like that. Well, and
3: Michael Owen as well,
1: yeah, exactly. exactly. You he know, gets United,
0: yeah. he gets caught flat quite a lot, it's very, very true. Right, but uh, Liverpool are floundering at the moment, wasn't it? Was,
2: it wasn't even the, um, the, the, the sendings off that switched the game, I think it was just the, the fact that
1: um, Benitez made some mental substitutions. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's a, a position, stubborn man, he's, a stubborn he's man. in a position where he's. He's spent over £200 million at Liverpool and he's only got one striker. Yeah. He's only got one striker of that standard because he's yeah. converted Babylon Cow into wingers and David and Go, whilst he looks a promising young player, he's not at the standard yet and Andre Vorenin isn't good enough. I mean, Andre Vorenin is 30 years old now, so he's not yeah. going to improve a, a vast amount. Really.
3: Neil Mellor's not there anymore.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So... What, I don't understand. If I was a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't be sort of arguing with. I wouldn't even be arguing with taking Torres off against Fulham because you've got. A, they've got a big game in the week. They do, yeah. Yeah, and they've got to win it. So I understand the rationale. But what I would be asking if I was a Liverpool fan is: How are we in this position? Mm. Why have we not got another striker? Why have we let Crouch go? Why have we let Keane go? Okay, that didn't work out. Why is Cant not a striker anymore? Why is Babel not a striker anymore? And Ungo isn't good enough.
0: Well, an interesting thing that I, I saw a little while ago is that a lot of... Actually, this is what Jermaine Pennant said, that a lot of players at Liverpool seem to stall. If you look at Bubble, if you look at Kite to a, to a degree as well... Robbie Keane as well, like, they don't... Sort of progress. I mean, Robbie Keane should have worked out there. You could tell Benitez didn't really want him there. Yeah. Robbie Keane is too good for the stats that he had at Liverpool. He- he's a better player than that. We know yeah, that. Yeah. And it-, it does very much seem the case that these players kind of stagnate. The refusal to sort of play Benny more often as well. Yeah, that's Benignan's, a strange one. Benny has been so consistently good for them. I know it, right. he wasn't too popular with the fans at first for some reason, but uh, he's a real sort of creative player for them. They really, really need that. They- they're just so heavily reliant on-, on Torres and Gerrard. It's such a cliche thing to say, but it is this- it's consistent true and they need to address
3: it and yeah. it does seem too stubborn to actually do that well I think they need to uh, they, d- they definitely need another striker there um, yeah and I mean, perhaps um, Torres, Engo, and Triple H is just not enough well maybe they might look to the south coast because there's a little lad called
0: Dindan Far oh, hey, cylinders.
1: Wigan were murdered on Din Dan's floor, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: having that? You having that? God, we are available for corporate <laughs> work. <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, cracking. Only <laughs> some of them. I, it's only <laughs> right last week I was saying he might t- is in danger of turning into a comedy character. Four mm. nil. <laughs> if by comedy you mean goals, <laughs> has, has he used his quota up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, that's it. We're going to horrifically inconsistent. And to be honest, you know, Zinedine Dindan. Yeah, I,
3: well, I, I don't. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Better. I don't think Pompey are, are out of the woods or anything. They've turned they the corner. They got, they got a couple of is winnable only, games. They only got mm. three
3: points for that one.
0: Is, is that right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's looking, it's sickening. It's a scandal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> another
0: really positive thing. I know he went off injured, but um, that only got a goal. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah um, Piqui. Yeah, he, he
1: got. He only got a concussion though, so I mean, right. he's not a long-term injury. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: that, that's great that he's off the mark as well because Dindan has looked uh, odd, hasn't
1: he? hopefully, we said like a few weeks
2: ago, they did have a few winnable matches, and they have been playing well. So, I'll
1: tell you what, boys. A couple of interesting facts. Pompey have scored eight goals in the last two games, and they've conceded goals in Liverpool this season, <laughs> right? in the league. So it's not, it's not all... Be- and, and, and you've got to put it in perspective, and I'm not going to bore everyone to death with Pompey as usual, but <laughs> Pompey had the worst Premier League start in history, and they're still... They're still only bottom on goal difference. They're only three yeah, points yeah, from safety, so it's right. not the end of the world. Away to away to Blackburn next week, and at home to Stoke the week after that, it could be a completely different set of um, oh. set, a different table yeah. in a couple of weeks.
3: Uh, from the bottom to the top, Chelsea going very well. Mm. Um,
2: Pete, you loved their fourth goal against Bolton. I think um, I've downgraded um, <laughs> best goal of a decade. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I've, I've, da- I've downgraded it to uh, best to best years. goal of the last three years. Three
1: years. We threatened years. him with he a sacking <laughs> 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 If he went public it was... with that decade comment, <laughs> we was <two> sucking <laughs> <Saturday. laughs> him. <laughs> it was, uh, Esteban yeah. Cambiaso's got something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Was it Suspicious a championship goal? Probably. A suspicion of offside about it? It was a lovely goal. Oh, stop I it. Mean, I d- sorry,
2: d- sorry. I mean, I, he didn't celebrate, which so kind of made me think that he thought he was offside <laughs> okay, or something. But, yeah. but no, I, d- I don't think. I don't think it was. I think but he would have rather have
0: went
3: down and got the penalty.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. just played. Brilliantly in that game. Yes, come on, it is a quality really goal. Yeah, oh, yes, really. yeah. But it uh, was really frustrating, Drogba. I think maybe he was just sort of f- just relieved to finally <laughs> score that flick from Lampard. Lovely brilliant. Play. Yeah,
2: lovely well, no, even like even like the it was similar. Um, the I think it was Carvalho crossed for the third goal. I think mm, yeah. It, outside, yeah. yeah, almost like an outside toe. I think it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. The um, the cross, the outside of the boot cross from Carvalho. That was for the third goal. Yeah, it that was, was very. Goal. It was very reminiscent of the Vakan Hegem. Do you remember Liverpool player, fair guy to Yeah, I do. He, yeah. Why do can, I remember He can, he can remember? only really kick the ball with the outside of his foot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, that's what reminded me of well, He yeah, had banana feet. Yeah. Deco's
0: um, goal was good as well, wasn't it? It's kind of nice to see, see him Deco play playing well. well. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea look very, very good at the moment.
3: I, d- I, d- I think they're the only side that you look at at the moment you think, man, they, they could win it. Before mm. the season kicked off, I'll tell Chelsea for the league, I'm sticking with it. So we shall see. Um, another win for Burnley mm, uh, yep. at home. Loving that home form, aren't they? They. He's superb. Great, really, is
2: quite something, you know, and uh, they've they've put more pressure on uh, Phil Brown and Hull. Well, they were kind of playing Hull um, the side that got found out around about Christmas, anyway. So last year, so I mean, I th- it may happen to no, Burnley, no, no. possibly. Well, do, you, do you think Phil
3: Brown is is going to go? I mean, Adam Pearson, the new um, the new guy in charge there. Uh, Sorry, the new chairman says that... um, He said, Phil will be manager on Sunday, but there's no point (laughs) in me saying he's got a job for life. That's not the case. If
1: my boss said that about me, I'd be worried. Um, Hull have won three games out of 31. They have, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Should we have a Phil <laughs> Brown point on it,
2: sir? He should have should, gone in the summer. You reckon, you reckon? Summer. Oh, definitely. You you reckon? Maybe like, anybody who can't, can't turn around, like, they, how many wins are they put together? And how many wins do they not put together? In They've got the, in, three
1: in the wins second. since boxing there last year, I think, I'm right in saying. See, now
2: that is terrible form for any Yeah, okay, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for
3: such a That's, long, long time as well. Yeah. What I'll do, like, is we'll go for a walk <laughs> on this bridge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, Phil Brown is still in charge, though, and he'll be in charge on Sunday, that's for sure. Apparently he
1: may not be in charge by Thomas comes out. He may not that be in absolutely. charge
3: Monday, but...
0: Um, <laughs> He's
1: probably putting his bike in the boot of his car right now. with the help yeah. of John Barnes? Yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. McAteer.
3: I think his, his days are truly numbered, I would say. Yeah. Well, um, well uh... Someone who's just started their um, managerial career in, at Middlesbrough, in Gordon Strachan, mm. lost his first home game, uh, or lost his first game at home to Plymouth, mm. who are in the relegation zone, so a very poor start for Strachan there. Because mm. um, uh, Middlesbrough are obviously looking to get promoted there in the um, playoff position, I believe.
1: They um, It's very close to the top of the table, but mm. didn't he put an extra 5,000 on the gate just by becoming manager? So oh, I'd imagine. Steve Gibson would have been reasonably happy with that. Yeah, right? I mean, it's a funny it's,
0: old league, isn't it? It's first game, game as well. It's, it's, yeah, he's not had a lot. A lot of time to work with players. I think it will be all right. Is a good manager, Strachan.
2: I think he is as well. I, I quite, I quite like um, the BBC headline was: uh, Pogates has uh, surgery on cheek. <laughs> and in my mind, I was thinking, he's got a surgery on a, on a cheek. That's, <laughs> even though it's a very normal sentence, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I envisage know. a tiny doctor's <laughs> surgery. <laughs> <laughs> on a man's cheek. And it, <laughs> I, 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 it couldn't, I couldn't shift that image from my mind. I don't know why. I know what
1: you mean. When so you have
2: surgery on, knee, arm, leg, fine. Cheek.
1: Surgery no. on a cheek. It's just a cheekbone. It's just a I mean, I never wish harm on anyone. You know me, you guys. But uh, <laughs> Pogatex is a bit of a nasty character, really, so <laughs> I'm not going to lose any sleep over that.
2: No. Um, I hear he's got a surgery. Sed- um. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: it's interesting. Cardiff her uh, second in the championship at the mm. moment. Do you think this is a season that Cardiff could go up, get a, the Welsh side time in the first the Premiership?
1: They're apparently quite close to to look at securing quite a lot of investment from some far east businessmen as well, yeah. um, which is you know they're actually looking like they might come into a bit of cash. Yeah. Which uh, that sounds like English football for a club with uh, Peter Ridsdale on yeah. the board. <laughs> you'd probably be forgiven to sort of d- for doubting that. But they, that was that was a, a battling draw against Forest. It was a good game actually as well. Mm.
2: Those, those, those. Both of those sides, I think, I think are playing so bloody well. Uh, and I think shot. I think uh, it's good to see Shopper playing in a decent side. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm very fond of him.
1: Said <laughs> through the gritted teeth of a Newcastle United. Player.
0: No, it, it'd be really interesting to see a Welsh team in the Premier League as well, just for the sort of the actual rivalry that would bring every week. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. Every
1: game would be a cup final for him, wouldn't it, Marcus? eh?
2: I can't deny that. I mean, it would. It would sort of uh, fan the flames of uh, getting the Scottish Premier League. Would it though? Oh, you know what people I like, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what people. If you've got to write a sports column by Friday, somebody's got. I've got to write about something, I can't for being promoted, yeah. I've got to write about
1: Rangers, join a Premier who does? Who does Michael Winner write for? <laughs> <laughs> Rangers, <laughs> there won't be a club, it's time to go the Premier League.
3: Join me, if you will, um, because I'm going to Serie A. <laughs> Um, can I come? Yes, you can. You're all invited. Cracking ball. Um, uh, let's go to uh, Sampdoria. Antonio Cassano. Yes, legend. Just wow. know this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Sampdoria, who have had a really good start to the season, I think they're third. Yeah. Um, although they were beaten five-one away to Juventus the other week. Wasn't well,
1: that game you put them to win, Marcus? Could have been. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I heard they were very unlucky. <laughs> it's
3: funny because you were, like, wrong.
1: Yeah, I heard they were really unlucky uh, f- for being completely outclassed.
3: More on that later. Okay. But uh, <laughs> they, um, they drew 0-0 at home um, against Bari, which was uh, a poorer result.
1: Have we got a choice, Antonio? O'Neill, quote coming up. Oh, so we awesome. do.
3: Go on, then. Um, Cassano said we are in joint uh," he's moaning he was moaning about the fans the Sampdoria fans he said we are in joint second place with Juventus Inter are a step above and frankly in their own league Maybe the people have who have become a little too accustomed to eating Nutella have to eat a little bit of shit now and then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why Nutella? <Yeah. laughs> I love the analogy. Cuz he's always thinking about his food, isn't he? He has yeah, to get a, yeah, he yeah, a, yeah. a bit An of
0: food, food. Maybe he's got some sort of sponsorship deal with Nutella. Going <laughs> he well actually, a, actually a, if you look it, at my it, whole as as...
3: if you look at my whole prediction with this, the the event of Sampdoria <laughs> thing, I said um <laughs> S- uh, Sampdoria um <laughs> to win uh, Sampdoria to win and Casano to eat well after the game it's yeah, one out of two yeah it's
2: not bad
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's cracking that to eh? Nutella I mean uh, is it because Nutella is a little bit like shit yeah of no, course it is, is. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 I don't
3: know it's uh, uh, a th- delicacy in Italy
1: yeah um I, I love Cassano because you get so many players who just don't say anything interesting, like, <laughs> and Casano is, is, is ploughing that furrow on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's well, it, basically the reason he he, <laughs> he is not going to get in the Italian. Well, do you reckon he will get in the Italy squad? No,
0: I don't, because yeah, of that, that kind of huge, huge <laughs> sort of outcry about this as well. It's a, shame. He's he's a good player, really well. he is. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a good great player.
1: player. But he's, he's talking. Um, he, he, uh, I didn't read, I didn't see that quite, but I saw that he was threatening to leave. And um, why? He was, uh, well, his agents trying <laughs> to get him a move to Inter or Juve or something like that. Not going to happen. But I don't think he'll go. Because, yeah, like you say, because of his personality, but I think he
3: is a, a big fish in a small pond, that's where he operates that's best. That's why he likes yeah. it, yeah, of yeah. course. He I yeah. think if he went to into the events, he would be work. swallowed up by it. A big fish, yeah, he'd be, he'd
0: be too mental and they wouldn't like it, and he'd be yeah. farmed out no. somewhere else. Look,
1: Mourinho wouldn't have him, would he? Of no no he. way, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Mourinho doesn't want anyone trying to with like him, <laughs>
1: exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly,
0: yeah.
3: Well, um. Uh, at Milan, they've um, they've uh, won the race to sign uh, the Ghanaian um, youngster Dominic. Adia? I pictured loads of like chairman in club hits, <laughs> <teats>, like
0: <laughs> literally <laughs> racing.
3: <them.
1: laughs> that's the key. Clearly... would be up for that. <laughs> the, yeah. but, if there was like a fit girl at the front,
3: would <laughs> <laughs> be up for it. But that's clearly the way it should be done, James. <clears> isn't know? it Dominic? Platini gets his way.
1: Isn't Ad- it Adiyaya? Adiyaya. 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 Adiyaya? sorry, Adiyaya. Adiyaya. You're, you're absolutely
3: right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's 20 years old. He was um, a, a big star in the uh, under 20 World Cup, which of course Ghana won. Yeah. And he was the top goal scorer and player of the tournament. So bloody hell, he's quite a player. Official
1: City were trying to sign for ages. I think they were, yeah. I think there was
3: there was quite a few sides, um, but he's he's gone to Milan um, and uh, and they're very happy with that. So apparently he's kind of uh, th- they've got him so he can play in a kind of a, a pato or Ronaldinho type role for them.
1: Well, it's not uh, good for Huntelaar, who still can't score. He hasn't uh, scored a it's single a shame. game. It's a shame, and he's not even been coming off the bench, Huntelaar.
3: Mm, no, Mal- Milan won 2-0 the weekend against Parma. They're now fourth.
1: Mm.
3: So, you know, they're in the, back in the top four. Because yeah. um, we worried for Leonardo, didn't we? Yeah,
1: He, he seems to be... Um... He seems to be sort of getting out of jail quite a lot of the time. That's what what Nesta needed
3: a couple of. Yeah, I mean, Alessandro Nesta scored two goals. I think he'd only scored. Two goals or three goals? Yeah, he's two in ten minutes, career, didn't yeah. yeah. he? Remarkable. I like stuff. Leonardo. He's
1: I absolutely do. dreamy as well. The incredibly
3: <laughs>
0: handsome. <man.
1: Yeah. laughs> oh, that, that, that Milan derby is the most handsome coach off. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Mourinho. Why and does Leonardo? this always happen?
2: <laughs> Why know. does this always happen? Do you not? Do you not think? Put your s- shirt back on, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> do you not think
3: the Whitby Gazette versus the Goths would be a handsome coach, off
1: Oh, of course it would. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say it to you. Thinking about Leonardo and Mourinho lining up on that touchline makes me. Was fully erect.
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, man, I can tell you what, listen, it, it absolutely does. If but, you, um, you drink <laughs> a lot of milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, I'll well, carry on, do.
1: I'm off for a cold shower. Uh,
3: yeah, if you, if you wouldn't mind. Um, s- now, we talked about Stephen Appiah, mm. the Ghanaian captain on this on the show before. He has finally moved to a club.
1: What's he been doing? <laughs> I just don't <laughs> know. Just he's hanging. He <laughs> <laughs> he's still been playing for Ghana, though. He was so desperate for a club, <laughs> he was training with Spurs for about three weeks. I think so, yeah. He's 28! Yeah. 28. yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> but he's moving to Bologna.
1: It must be a Rivaldo thing. Remember yeah. when Rivaldo priced himself out of every club in the world? <laughs> yeah. He, Appiah must have just said, I'm not settling for anything less. And He's it's he's so he stupid, struggled to, though. He struggled to prove his fitness a little bit to be fair. To him as well. well,
3: he has done, but he's a really good player. It's well, such it, a shame. It, it to might see be
0: him. a case that he's one of those players that genuinely has peaked early. Because from what we do know of a pyro, he's a he's a really really good player. For him not to be able to find a club is deeply suspect.
1: Yeah, there must be something out a foot. Maybe yeah. he just trials really badly. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> like, can't be asked.
0: Yeah. Look, I must can't Garner me. just join a league?
1: A <laughs> <laughs> lot, play- lot of players don't like going on trial, do they? Do you remember you know that story about Paul Robinson going on trial? I think it was at Arsenal or something like that. And no. apparently he was annoyed about going on trial because he th- felt he was already. Shown. Proved his worth, yeah. and the, the, I don't know if it's true, but the, the story goes that um, Bob Wilson, the coach, was the goalkeeping coach, just striking balls at him. and He just let him go past him, going, "Could have had that, could have had that, no, <laughs> could have saved that." You wouldn't even bother to go, would yeah, you? Yeah, story about it. any listener can back that up and email in. I
0: did hear something about um, <laughs> oh my you offering that, offering a trial to um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and it, him oh. saying. Yeah, and okay. him saying, "I don't, I do not trial. I am Zlatan." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also also had the best quote from Ibrahimovic a little while ago. Apparently, he and John Carew have had a bit of a spat, right? I have they? Like uh, yeah, exactly. cracking. And, and Carew said something about him being overrated. Blah blah blah. And this is so good. Ibrahimovic said, "Yeah, he says that, but, but is there honestly anything he can do with a football that I can't do with an orange?"
1: <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> He's also said That's really. Good. I, I've also seen an interview with him when someone said to him uh, at the end of the, of the interview, like as a jokey question, um, "Who is the most beautiful woman in the world?" And latin said i do not know but when i find that i will marry her <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, he is the epitome of massive time classic yeah yeah um well uh, speaking of uh, um, uh, slightly uh massive strikers yeah speaking of a massive striker with a bit of an ego we did his profile last week but he's back in the running order it's Christian Vieri. And he could be murking us in the face because we we (laughs) announced his (laughs) retirement on the Ramble. But on purpose. But there's only to Urkus, I can only assume. John Urkus on purpose. No. apparently there's talk of him coming out of retirement to play for Brazilian side Botafogo
1: who are rubbish by the way <laughs> yeah he's, but he's, he's already signed for them though. I'm sure well, he's well he's, his
3: agent has said it's all done we've agreed um, we've already signed a pre-contract agreement and agreed upon all the details The
1: Botafogo Th- know he can't run I don't Th- I don't not know everything's
3: agreed presumably if it's a pre-contract
1: agreement <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise it would have just been a contract
0: <laughs> but did you say that it, he is apparently going to join Botafogo because you just can't believe it
1: yeah it's yeah. insane <laughs> do you think
0: I don't know if an Italian player has ever played in Brazil before, I don't know. Maybe maybe a long no, time might, ago. I have fear, no idea. It fear, but, 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 I mean, it's, a,
3: it's an odd move, James, no matter how <laughs> you look <laughs> at it.
1: Marcus, were you saying that this week that Vieri got his um, top scorer for an Italian in the Spanish League record taken off him as well? He yeah.
3: did, yeah, yeah. Giuseppe Rossi. We'll come to that in a second. Oh, but sorry, I just, I, yeah, but I I just he will have if he does go there which, which is I do, I'm struggling to believe it but it appears to be all
2: you know he's just
1: diversifying his business interests. well there he, he will love it there <laughs> he's
2: a new range of I, I just think a 35 year old European man uh, well I mean Australian European but, yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine that Anybody over 35, should, uh, football-wise, should not be in South America, because you'd be like, no, this is not the way to do it. <laughs> no, You're no, no, all but, mental. But he, he, I don't <laughs> think he's too bothered about things. No, he's not going to. His interests are partying and beautiful women, mm. and he's going uh, to Brazil. Yeah, yeah. When's, um, when's the Rio Carnival, is that? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Ronaldo is still smashing them for Corinthians, by the way. He may get in the Brazil squad, which would be amazing. Oh, Brilliant. no, Brilliant.
2: don't say that.
1: That'd be amazing. Yeah. Come on,
2: Semion. Semi <laughs> <on. laughs>
1: uh, I think he's got about 21 goals in about 32 games for oh, yeah. That will be delish. Yeah. Be Can you imagine delish.
2: him at the World Cup and that Chelsea goal? Only one season. Whoa. Exactly. Oh exactly. But um, but the
3: Botafogo president um, Luis Pereira has also said that the club are closing in on signing um, one of Vieira's uh, former Italy teammates, Francesco Cocco who again, he, He's coming out of retirement. He's thirty-two. He? So but they're not pronounced Coco. Yeah. Coco.
1: You're thinking of uh, Coco.
2: He's thinking of Coco. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, oh, he's thinking of Coco. I'm bloody not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm ah, despair.
1: <laughs> yeah, Coco was a good player as well. Back yeah, no, he's only 32. Yeah, I thought he was much older than that. Get all the old boys to Brazil. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah. Great. Absolutely love it. <laughs> he, he's de- he's definitely a player who's peaked early. Coco.
3: Yeah, well, he but uh, he's also um, a bit of a businessman because him and his father they own um, a few shops and they've got uh, a. Clothing label could Urban 77... He's a bit of a celeb in Italy. Is he? Well known for his partying as well and all that.
2: Of, of course the he is. <laughs> There's a pattern emerging. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm well known for
1: my party. Can I go to Brazil?
2: Uh, well, uh, old footballs, not an old your own. Old, old football's <laughs> and old Nazis. That's where they all, <laughs> yeah, exactly. they all go to South America. The boys <laughs> from Brazil. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like yeah. Can I off there any time? <laughs> <you do that. laughs> I tell you, Cassano's going to end up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has gone for
1: the Nazis, though. Casano's <laughs> Kisano. Kisano. sitting by the phone. Come on. Come on, ring. Ring.
2: I'm not ringing you. Yeah. (laughs) fantastic. I love it. Get them all there. Get them
3: all there. Pele will make a comeback as well at 2,000th goal I would uh, <laughs> it had to be said um, as you said earlier look, Giuseppe Rossi has broken Christian Vieri's record as the highest scoring Italian in, in La Liga history
1: well not many Italians go there so. with
3: 25 goals yeah exactly yeah. Um,
1: uh, uh, and a <laughs> Vieri goal
3: all his as we talked about last uh, show I think he said last year last show um, yeah. 24 league goals in a, in a season Rossi's taken a little bit more he's taken two and a quarter seasons to reach the 25 but as you said there's, there's hardly any Italians playing in Spain he's
1: yeah. still quite young Rossi, though. He, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. A, he's a great he's a, player. A, well, he's conscience. actually, and
3: also, uh, because he's Italian-American, um, supports the Yankees, and uh, probably likes some donuts as well. Have
1: uh, you just put that in there? Yeah. He probably likes donuts because he's American. Oh, well, yeah. A
3: bit racist, really. <laughs> He's not yeah. a policeman from America. Oh, yeah. kick racism out of Marcus Speller. As well
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um Not physically. <laughs> um, yeah, Rossi has scored more La Liga goals than anyone from the USA, too. I think we probably knew that, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. So there are two records he's got. There's a big rivalry
0: between Spain and Italy that we're not really aware of. I think of. so, Jamie. You know, like, you, you know, I suppose people from Portugal probably don't care that there's a massive rivalry between us and Germany. Maybe it's the same, we're just not so well, aware everyone of Everyone in but Germany, let's be honest. No, it's, it's when they beat Italy in a, in year 2008, that was just like this. It was like if we'd beaten Germany on penalties, you know. It was like oh, this right. huge thing that. in Spain, which we're, we're maybe not so aware of. <laughs>
3: E- emails. It is emails. Luke, he's going to go first. Um,
1: yeah, I've, I've got a um, from. I've got a Hyge United update. I mean. Oh yeah. We've, yeah, the more um, the more attentive listeners will know that a few weeks ago we we, we issued a plea on behalf of Hyde United to um, try and um, save their club. Well, basically, yeah. So yeah. Um, Tom from from the uh, supporters' club has emailed in saying um, since it was announced that the winding up of the club was rescinded because they re- managed to raise the money, um, The Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs have announced that the club's proceedings in court are over, um, but the debts uh, still total around fifty thousand pounds. So they're still trying to raise money for that, so it's very much ongoing. Yeah, um, but. But, yeah, they've had some bucket collections around Oldham and Old Trafford, and and everyone's been banding together. Um, and on Saturday, some Accrington Stanley fans came along to uh, see them. Another club actually in financial crisis. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. that's nice to see. Mm. Um, and um, they raised a few quid for them and spent some money in the club shop and stuff so they're still going along and unfortunately uh, results on the pitch haven't been that great they've lost they got knocked out of the FA Cup by Salford City who are a couple of divisions below them but they're still going along uh, and battling away Um, but the good news is yeah the court proceedings are over so um, um, so that's good but as soon as we get the um, the news through that they've paid off all their debts then we shall uh, shall let you know. But thanks to everyone who contributed, whether you did or not, or who who raised awareness and visited the website, that sort of stuff. Um, If you want to keep helping them, then the website is ionthetigers.co.uk.
2: Fantastic. Yeah, all the best to Hyde United. Pete, give us an email. All right, then. This is from uh, a gentleman by the name of Tom Weston. He says, Hello, Ramblers. I would like to know that if you boys had to compare yourselves to any of the world-class players in the game today, who would it be? I'm Shavi for my unselfish creative play, and my friend is Didier Drogba for his pathetic dives. But but who would you Ramblers be? Ramble Foss. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Who? Who? Well, should
1: sure, I go first? Um, <laughs> on on Jamie Carragher. <laughs> <laughs> Slow, legs have gone, and prone are giving away penalties. Do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> and who score alone goals. Luke. Yeah. Thomas Ravelli. Oh, a goal. Yeah. 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 Bit of a Bit of an eccentric keeper as well. Yeah.
0: Like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I play in goal. I think probably my last performance going on that, I'd go for former England international Scott Carson. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wasn't yeah. the best display. Don't put yourself <laughs> I mean, down. I'd say you. Uh, more of in the South American mould James like to use your feet a bit that yeah, that's true actually Ravelli
2: used to save a lot with his feet yeah, yeah. Rivelli, Schmeichel actually. used to save a lot with his feet yeah sign of a good
1: goalkeeper the, the sign of a <laughs> yeah. goalkeeper is, is using your feet to save the ball when it's close to your body yep mm. that's what. Yeah. It, that's, that's a trick
3: yeah. Yeah. not just trying it every time
0: no exactly okay, not if so. it was in the top
1: corner do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> well
3: we're not too sure about you Luke we're thinking maybe Ravelli for James I mean, I'm
1: I'm. let's face it I'm pretty I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm Javier Mascherano let's face it yeah, Moby's not offended. Look at because he's absolutely gutted. Not only is he not agree, he's actually offended that I've yeah. even suggesting
2: it. <laughs> what about Pete? Who do we Well I was I Pete? was taught, I d- we were talking last week about Sean Red having no uh, having no control at all and just using his pace. I'm him without the pace. So <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Pete's, I a, got busy yeah, Pete's a busy winger. Pete's a busy winger in a sort of crankyard mould. He's not, oh, he's he's not- say, no, I I think Freddie Lumberg. You reckon?
2: Him? Yeah. He's the hairline. Yeah. He's, <laughs> not, <laughs> he's not an out-and-out pacing. No, yeah. like it's not style. a
1: bad shout, yeah. Once, and he also once, posed with his pants quite a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I once went into a barbers and asked for a Freddie Youngberg. There you are! There we go. Yeah, it's
1: gotta be him. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I'm probably Van Basten, but
3: um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is a box-to-box midfielder, I'd say. Mm. No,
3: we talked
0: about this. We used to Carlos Tevez. You're Paul Precious leader. Yeah, no, no. Tevez is a good shot. Yeah, show. he is you are, You're team. just behind
3: the, the main striker. Yeah, similar right. face, similar
1: haircut Precious leader, I'd say. <laughs> well, all right, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, who's the uh, Champman goodie bag going to, Mark? Of course. It's got to be Tom.
3: Any man who compares himself to Xavi on this show <laughs> yeah. is all right with me. Take some brass balls, that does. That yeah. does, yeah, Tom. Champman goodie bag is on its way to you. Although it could take ages to get there for obvious reasons, but yeah. uh, there we are. Well, speaking of James or Jim's goalkeeping exploits of late, which you just mentioned, we actually played a game against some of the lads from Four Four Two magazine, and we drew. It was a draw. I think it was thirteen each. Yeah, it was an epic draw. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was. Yeah, end. Yeah. To
1: end. But I, I wouldn't know what the score was because I didn't get on the score sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> not something yeah. I concern myself with. No, no, it was a
3: good, good game. Good lads.
1: Yeah, definitely. Good laugh. Yeah,
3: good evening. I got hit in the balls and the face.
1: Yeah, you so did. I, I enjoyed sort of, that. Yeah. So you
3: were shouting for quite a bit for the game to stop. You were clutching <laughs> yeah. your balls. Yeah. Stop! Stop. Stop. <laughs>
0: stop! Another shot. <laughs> stop. What, did, what did you think I was doing? <laughs> just Don't asking know.
3: for the game to stop clutching my balls. James and I then after... As you know, James, all I can hear when I'm playing football in my head is Hero by Bonnie Tyler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it in tune to that, Marcus, to try and make you start, but you didn't We've
1: still not lost the game, so we're gonna, we are going to play them in a the rematch, because it was five aside and we prefer to play six aside. So. But thanks to fitnessbox.co.uk for uh, providing the kit, Once as again. always. And
2: thanks for uh, Jim's box for protecting the goal. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Funny stories. <laughs> Scotland Yard has apologised after actors from a hit film were mistakenly identified as football hooligans being (laughs) sought after riots at a West Ham game. Police issued 66 pictures of people supposedly caught on camera during violent clashes in August. The images wrongly included stills of six actors from the recent film (laughs) The Firm. A TV report was used to capture the images, but because there was no sound, officers did not realise it included clips from the hooligan-themed film. Scotland Yard, who released the images on Tuesday, said six images of Individuals who were not involved in the violence were mistakenly included. These images appear to have been taken from a motion picture. We wish to apologise unreservedly to those affected. We are going to be actively trying to contact those people to offer our apologies. Just how is how do you get that mixed up? Well, why are they relying on television footage to
3: <laughs> to get I, their images? I think the bloke who's in charge of the CCTV, his cameras have cut out at some point. Yeah, so to the cut them in and go right. What have you got for me? And he's like, oh crap. Uh, this and he just played the film. Yeah, oh, these are fantastic images. We can write them. <laughs> we can hear them. Uh,
1: he's got. He's gone into a CCTV office and he thought, well, nothing ever happens. I'm just to sit around. Uh, I might as well put a film on. Yeah. Nipped out for a, for a, a wee or a cigarette or something. Yeah. And the guy and, and the guys come in, looks at him, going, "Fucking hell, they're right vicious bastards. They are. <laughs> Get them to Scotland Yard right yeah. away. Post haste. I'm being proactive. <laughs> That's what's happened.
3: I'll <laughs> <laughs> right, go clear that up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. <laughs> and, uh,
1: It's more, like, more and more like Michael Aspel every week. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, uh, Henrik, Edward, Larson, MBE. Oh, good. Yeah, you Henrik Larson. Yes, it is. Um, he has just announced his retirement... Well, I said just
1: announced. Uh, just again, honest. I was going to say. I know that will pop up in Brazilian football next week. Yeah. Oh,
3: <laughs> stop it! <laughs> All right. But uh, Henrik Larsson, yeah, uh, he was um, born on the 28th of September, 1971. Four years after the yeah, uh, Summer of Love, Summer of Love. <laughs> he was a, su- a performer, Swedish international, and he's joined his first team. Hogeborg in Helsingborg Where he was born at the age of 6 By the time he was 15 uh, He was asked to train with the seniors During the summer Now Hogeborg are uh, a lower league Swedish side And uh, you saw at the end of 15 He was training with the seniors um, During the summer And then uh, they moved him up to the senior team And he played his first full game for them At 17 in the Swedish third division um, and at that time, he was uh doing a, a lot of other jobs. He was packing fruit in, in vegetables in a warehouse, supervising kids in a youth centre, and this was all his while he was still at school. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. So it's interesting, you know... He's got a work ethic. Exactly. Yeah. But at 17, you know, you know people often think these, these superstars of the game, like Cristiano Ronaldo is a good example. At 17, they're professional contracts and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- not so the case here, you know. So... um, uh, he was there for a few years, um, and he played seventy-four uh, league games for them and scored twenty-three goals. Um, but he was he was twenty-one, and he still hadn't broken through to one of the big sides. You know, so this is kind of lower end semi-pro level. Um, and uh, so he's thinking, "I'm twenty-one. You know, it's just." Time's ticking away here But Helsingborg who um, Slightly bigger side in, in Sweden um, And they were in the Swedish first division at the time And uh, they came in for him And he signed for them uh, He was getting £300 a month Without bonuses
1: Oh really? Wow.
3: So yeah But uh, in his first season for them He scored 34 goals uh, The team was promoted to the top division um, The Swedish Premier League For the first time in 22 years And in his first season in the Swedish top flight. He scored 16 goals and was among the top scorers in Sweden. Um, so he had r- two good years for Helsingborgs. Played about fifty-two league games for them and scored forty-eight goals. So he had a great Racking. scoring record. Well, I
2: hope he renegotiated his contract. At <laughs> yeah, exactly. <yeah.
1: laughs> Getting paid twenty-four pence a goal, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but still effectively playing semi-pro level there. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, in in the Swedish sort of top flight, maybe they became a pro, uh, a pro club then. But um, all this, uh, he got signed by Fiorent. They came in for him, the big side, in September '93. Um, he'd nearly. Joined Grasshoppers of Zurich, um, and they were finalising uh, details, but, but as Henrik put it himself, with all due respect to Swiss football, there was only one decision there. He cost £295,000, and half that fee went to his first club as an agreement. That's good. Absolutely. But he didn't actually join final until November. Um, of 93, because he wanted to make sure that Helsingborg was safe from relegation before he left. Oh, nice. Um, and in his first season at Feyenoord, in, into the Dutch League now, he scored only one goal in about 16 games. So not, not the best of starts, but still, you got to warm him up. But again, he's in his early 20s now. Yeah, he was there for a while, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So, um... Uh, he, his second season he scored uh, about 11 goals, uh, so a bit of a better season and, and in 1994 of course he went to the World Cup Finals in America with Sweden. Now he'd hoped for his place in the starting lineup, but, uh you know, by his own admission later on he, f- he felt very tired by come the tournament and he'd lost touch a bit. The first game he was on the bench, because um, I'm sure we remember Henrik Larsson from, from more recent tournaments, but he was there in
0: 94,
1: No, I remember
3: it? his dreadlocks, so I want to stand out uh, yeah, memories,
2: really. I must say yeah, very true. They were, cool, they were cool, tidy dreadlocks, weren't they? They, they weren't were, messy. Yeah, they weren't messy.
1: Back when dreadlocks were sort of all-round assumed to be a reasonably good idea. <laughs> it was like that, that, not guy, <laughs> the <case now>.
2: that <laughs> guy and the guy from Rage Against the Machine had very yeah, similar... Yeah, they Cool yeah. dudes. Zach
3: yeah. de la Rocha, I believe yeah. his name is. Dudes indeed. In the first game he came on as a, a sub. Um, second game he started against Brazil. Didn't play too well, though, he said but uh, in the third game he was on the bench against Russia and he said it was such a hot day it was quite nice to be on the bench because it was air conditioned
1: (laughs) but um, uh, eventually That work ethic (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He has come from Sweden to be fair Yeah He'd
3: earned that rest though I feel Um, Henrik Larsson Thomas Ravelli, and the boys were eventually knocked out by Brazil in the semi-finals but they did finish uh, third and they beat Bulgaria in the third place playoff Mm.
1: They had a great tournament Yeah they
3: did a fantastic tournament and Larsson scored in that game So in his first World Cup for Sweden He's finished third. That
1: would have been their best performance of the 50s, definitely. Yeah,
3: totally, totally. So um, so after the World Cup, um, he was at Final, of course, and and towards the end of his time at Final, he wasn't playing too well. The press were getting on his back a bit, and the new manager um, who was there, because Vim Jansen took him to Final. Uh, the, the, the new manager was playing him out of position. He was on the left wing, he was on the right wing, he was in midfield. You know, he wasn't too happy there. Um, and uh, I th- he kind of said he wanted to move, and uh, after a, a little bit of a legal dispute, he moved to Celtic Park when Vim Janssen moved there. And uh, of course, Vim Jansen, as I said, went, took mm-hmm. him to Fire He's taken him to Celtic for £650,000.
1: He's got a hell of a lot of goals.
3: £650,000 in July 97. Uh, In his first season Celtic won the league They stopped Rangers to achieving the 10 in a row um, And that was 97-98 In 98-99 he was voted Swedish Footballer of the Year Players Player of the Year in Scotland And Sports Writers Player of the Year Mm -hmm. So, you know, a good time was had by him there The following season um, During Celtic's 1-0 defeat in the UEFA Cup tie against Lyon um, he suffered a career-threatening injury, a horrific leg it was break.
1: There, yeah. very, it very awful visceral. to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was awful in to see. In in the
3: 99 one. 2000 season, this we're yeah. breaking his leg in two places, and he was uh, spent eight months on the sidelines after that.
1: Oh, it's a miracle he played again. Yeah, this is an awful, awful injury. It's a very, very reminiscent of the older Eduardo. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's a bit different because Larson was,
0: was on his feet, wasn't he? And you, it's weird. How you, it's almost like you, you just see the bone pop out the side of his leg. And it looks like
1: quite an innocuous challenge. Approach. Did he he wrapped, not... he wrapped his foot around the other guy's foot, didn't he? And and his, and his leg broke. I thought he was just running, wasn't he? I thought he was yeah, running and it, of, and it just sort of it?
2: snapped, it sort of fell under it, like it just sort of snapped under itself and he, it's, it's weird when you do see leg break that. I've seen a wrestler do that once and and they sort of put their leg down to plant their foot but their foot's not there because they, it's oh, just God. a horrible, yeah. horrible yeah. Maybe
3: thing I'm that confused happened. Him.
1: Sorry, yeah. It was awful anyway, I remember it. Mm.
3: Well, he, he managed to come back and return on the last day of that season but uh, John Barnes cited his injury as a big factor and while he was sacked uh, by <laughs>
1: Celtic. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. What, from Tranmere or Celtic? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right, yeah
2: <laughs> That's brilliant um, <laughs>
1: um,
3: But he did play at Euro 2000 um, Sweden went out in the first round But he did score um, one goal in that tournament He against, would have done, wouldn't he? Against yeah. Italy Now, the following season, Celtic He was back Remember the previous season he's been out for eight months yeah. Next season, what does he do? Well, he scores a total of 53 goals for <laughs> Celtic And wins the um, European <laughs> Golden Boot Some would Incredible. say Scottish but was rubbish uh, European <laughs>
1: Golden Boot? You can't argue with that, can you?
3: Incredible Absolutely incredible achievement. And then, of course, when he was at Celtic as well, he helped them reach the UEFA Cup final against Porto, where they lost 3-2. He Mm. scored two goals. He said it was the worst moment of his career. He said it was worse than breaking his leg. He was so gutted after that final. Now, I can remember watching that final. Now, to put this in perspective... Porto, they were diving... Derlei, yeah, I yeah. think it was. He yeah. was diving so much. Now, as I said, put this in perspective. Now, I, I, as you know, I, I grew up in Scotland, and I tend to err towards the blue half of Glasgow, if I'm ruth- ruthlessly honest with you. And I had a bet... On Porto winning, and mean? I was watching that game, and I wanted Celtic to win. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah you know, yeah, because yeah.
3: it was just ridiculous. And they the took p-
1: so many fans as well, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. did.
3: And they were fantastic, and Porto w- were a disgrace. The what way achievement some of their players that is for Celtic to get to the what, for my, final well? from what to get me supporting them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that isn't <an> it.
1: <laughs> no, you're right. To get to that final was incredible. And the last one was a massive, massive partner
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was such a shame for them. It really was. But in his in his career at Celtic, he won four SPL titles, two Scottish League Cups, uh, three Scottish Cups, and uh, he still holds the record as the um, the Premier, the, the SPL's all-time leading goal scorer with 158 goals in his six-year spell um, in uh, Celtic. And also, he holds the record, I believe, for the most number of goals scored um, for a club from the British Isles in European matches. Oh, right. And in 2002, Celtic fans... Uh, selected Larson in the greatest ever Celtic team and he was the only player from outside of Scotland to make that team they've
1: had some players down the years as well so they, that's have, a great they
3: have indeed out of four of the six seasons he was in Scotland he was top scorer the only two where he wasn't was in his first season and the season where he broke his leg yeah. here's a little rundown of, of his league form his first season he scored 16 goals in 35 league games second season 29 league goals in 35 league games Third season, eight goals in nine league games. Fourth season, 35 goals in 37 league games. <laughs> following season, 29 in 33, 27 in 35, 30 in
2: 37. I, in. I wouldn't have been surprised if when he broke his leg... The bit of leg that flew off Went in the goal Just just scored the ball <laughs> <laughs> Just kicked the ball get the yeah. Guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well he
3: played at um, the World Cup 2002 He scored a couple against Nigeria And they topped the group of death Ahead of uh, England of course mm. Scored against Senegal in the second round But that's, uh, they went out after that He then um, retired from international football But then he came out of retirement for Euro 2004 um, mainly because the country was just like, "What the hell are you doing?"
1: He cannot stop retiring, <laughs> Larson. He yeah. retired
3: about five times. Well, that's right. He yeah. loves the
1: game so much. Yeah.
3: Um, he scored three in uh, three goals in four games at tournament, including goal of the tournament, which is a beautiful diving head oh, yeah, against Bulgaria. Yeah, and they reached the quarterfinals after the Euros. He was off to Barcelona, mm. Mm. and I think that was m- some might say overdue. He had a season there, yeah. didn't he? He had, yeah, two, had two seasons. Two seasons, there. Was it. Yeah, Would you say that was overdue? I mean, that's, that's no disrespect to Celtic at all.
1: Well, no, I mean, th- he was obviously having a great time there, at Celtic, because it, he, he was sc- scoring freely. But, I mean, yeah, he deserved to go to a club of that size, I think, yeah, definitely.
3: Absolutely. Well, he, um, he didn't play too much in his first season. He, um, he scored three goals in 12 games. The following season, he played a bigger part. He scored uh, ten goals and then won the league again. And, of course, in his final game for Barcelona, he won the Champions League with them. He came on as a substitute and mm. assisted um, both of Barcelona goals in a 2-1 win over Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was magnificent in that game. He made the difference. I mean, obviously yeah, Barcelona really were did. playing against ten men, but Arsenal were very resilient up to
1: that. Well, uh, it was
3: Larson that undid them. Well, that's it. Arsenal looked as though they were going to hang on, yeah, and, and, and win that. But as you say, um, and Ronaldinho said um, when Larson was uh, due to leave Barcelona, he said, "With Henrik leaving us um, at the end of the season, this club is losing a great goal scorer no question. But I'm losing a great friend. Henrik was my idol, and now that I'm playing next to him, it is fantastic." Ronaldinho. Big shout. (laughs) Ronaldinho said that. And Ronaldinho was probably the best player in the world when he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quite something um, he played at World Cup 2002 when they reached the second round. His only goal was, of course, the last-minute equaliser against England in the two-all draw. Mm-hmm. But he became only the sixth player to score three... um three s- World Cups. he score in three World Cups, yeah. of um, And he played again. He came out of retirement for a second time, mm. playing at Euro 2008. Um, but then on October the 11th, 2009, he decided to quit the national team. And this was, of course pretty much, when he decided to quit yeah. football. But uh, after Barcelona, he did rejoin his um hometown team, Helsingborg, uh, once again. But shortly after signing for them, he was loaned out to Manchester United. He scored three yeah. goals for United.
1: About seven or eight games, was
3: it? You, um I think it was about ten or twelve. Was games. it, yeah? Master stroke, that was, from yeah. Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, they needed someone to just come in and, and, and fill the time there, and uh, he was didn't just do that. I mean, Ferguson wanted him to stay after. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? right, yeah. Um, and what was nice He was given special dispensation By the league To receive a Premier League Winner's medal Because yeah. he hadn't played The required ten games But So he's got a Premier League Winner's medal
1: Oh cra- cracking That's good
3: um, And then back at Helsingborg He, he did um, I've, he, he played the rest of his time there and, Which of course Finished very recently He broke his kneecap there So he You know he's, He had so many harsh injuries yeah. You know, yeah And he came back from them Yeah yeah. Strongly. He wasn't a player that
0: was hampered by those injuries. That's right. incredible, really, considering he did have a lot of nasty ones. Especially
1: mm. as it can affect you psychologically as well Absolutely. as physically as well.
3: Uh, completely. So um, he has uh, said he'd like to move into coaching at, at some point. But uh, he has said that he wants to get involved
1: in floorball. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. It's like a, ho- it's like a hockey style game. Isn't it's an it? odd game. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But to Helsingborg have announced that they are going to retire the number 17 shirt.
1: Oh, really? Oh. Maybe he'll put Flawball on the map. Well, who knows? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. It'll be the first bit of brick is face doing it. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> doing <floorball. laughs> Yeah,
0: he did actually score against Celtic uh, for Barcelona. Didn't he, he did, in the yeah. Champions yeah. League. It was really. Did he celebrate? No, he didn't. But sadly, yeah. he was booed. I thought that was really, really sad. Yeah. It was only from a small section of the crowd, and it was. he he made it so clear that he wasn't celebrating. It was a lovely finish. It was
3: just yeah, a
1: silly odd. Race. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember
3: that lob against Rangers? I think it was. Beauty. Beauty. Was it? <laughs> it
0: was
1: an yeah, absolute stunner that was. Wasn't it? Awesome. The
3: keeper was, keeper was knowingly lobbed there. Yeah, though. he was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would have happened to me and goal? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, but I shall I shall end with a quote, and this is what Thierry Henry said after the Champions League final itself, which was really kind of one of the big highlights of his career, coming on and changing the game on the world stage. You know, because often so many people, especially you know English fans, said, "Well, you yeah, know, he's good in Scotland, but is he really that good?" Mm-hmm. And so on, and he yeah. he shut everybody up in that game, and and Thierry Henry said. Um, after the final people always talk about Ronaldinho eto uh, Huley and everything but i didn't see them today i saw henrik Larson. he came on he changed the game this is what killed the game sometimes you talk about ronaldinho and eto and people like that you need to talk about the proper footballer who made the difference and that was henrik Larson tonight and with Can that he's going to man's all
2: the time <laughs>
3: Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch, the email address is podcast at com, And uh, you can check out our website, of course, which is thefootballramble.com. There's some wonderful blogs and all sorts of bits and pieces on there. <laughs> uh, Luke, you've got a- an announcement.
1: Yeah, uh, just a real, a real quick one. We've decided to do a little betting competition with betway.com, who are an online gambling company. Um, we're going to do a, a little bet or a little tip each week between or well, one each and sort of uh, and sort of duel against each other to see who the best tipster is. If you go to betway. dot com forward slash the football ramble, or there's a little uh, banner on our website where you can click through. And if you want to get involved and bet with us or against us or whatever, we, uh, then um, then you can open an account there. Some pretty good odds actually. Um, Come and have a go if you're not Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this week I've <laughs> gone for um, Napoli to beat Catania away. Uh, have you gone <laughs> for, Jimbo? I've,
3: I've gone for Chelsea to beat United. Um,
0: have you? Yeah. I've gone for I've a
3: draw in that went. one.
1: Have you? You've gone for a treble,
3: haven't you? I've gone <laughs> for a treble. I've gone for um, Sunderland to win at Spurs. Yeah. Ooh, I've gone for a, a draw, Chelsea versus United. Yeah. And I've gone for Fulham to win away at Wigan. Because last week I had Fulham to beat Liverpool... Sampdori to win at Juventus oh, and uh, Athletic
2: Bilbao to beat Athletic Madrid two out of three, three two out right? of three
1: <laughs> but, but you've got you've bet against Athletic Madrid as well haven't you
2: yeah in the Real uh, in, in the Real uh, oh, the Madrid Derby, derby at yeah, yeah. uh, the weekend so yeah so, so yeah
1: get, get in touch on uh, sorry get involved over there it's betterway.com forward slash the football ramble um, and you can bet against or with us you open an account over there and um, and also keep a track on who the best tipster is at the four of us mm. um, I can tell you now it is definitely me but if you want to see <laughs> that for, <laughs> if you want to see that for yourself Get up a over there. But they've got some good odds because I've seen them um, Birmingham to get uh, something out of the Liverpool game, which is at like Anfield, admittedly. But Birmingham played brilliantly against Man City, yeah. and they're ten to one to winning against Liverpool. It's not a bad shout. Um, you've, and got one, one, you've got another announcement. Uh, one more thing, yeah, yeah. We're going to do... You may have read about this on the internet, i.e. Facebook or something like that, um, that we're going to have a Christmas drink on the 19th of December. Um, so if you want to come down, it's going to be at the King's Arms, which is 27 Wormwood Street, uh, London. Nearest tube is Liverpool Street. Um... Now, uh, come down there. It's, it's going gonna, gonna to kick off about 3pm. We've got the whole bar to ourselves. Um, we're going to be some football on. We'll have a few drinks. Just get into the Christmas spirit, really. Um, but because of the nature of these sort of things, and we want to make sure... Um that as many people come as possible, um, you, need to, you need to let us know whether you're going to come or not because we've got the bar exclusively to ourselves. So either get involved in the Facebook event and sign up to that and we'll take your name from there or if you're planning to come and you're not on Facebook and you hate social networking, which is fine, a bit like Marcus, you can, uh, <laughs> you've got to email in and tell us if, if you're coming and give us your name and who you're bringing and we'll put your name down the door. All right. So yeah, if you do want to come, um, do let us know um, and it'll be sort of first come, first served. Uh, and so, so, so yeah, just, just email us in with your names. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort some things out. We'll do like some competitions. We'll give some stuff away. We'll have a few drinks. We'll watch the football. And we'll generally get into the Christmas spirit. Banter.
3: <laughs> Say goodbye, Pete. Bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Right. Uh, we're all off to have some Nutella. Cheery bye. <laughs>